1: They are there to listen without judgment or pressure. 24-7, 365 days of the year. Let's all take a moment to talk more than football.
0: Prize picks is daily fantasy sports made easy. How does it work? You pick two to six players, and if they score more or less than their prize Picks projection, you can win up to 25 times your money on any entry. Didn't get your picks in before the game started? No problem. You can get in the game for the second half. Sign up today using promo code FOOTBALL and get your first deposit instantly matched up to $100. Go to prizepicks.com or download the mobile app and enter code football to get your deposit match. Some restrictions do apply. See the website for details.
2: Welcome back to the channel and another edition of the Spurs Chat Podcast. And this one is a special one. I am live from South Korea. I've got Melbourne with me, live from Malta. I've got Simone from Italy and I've got, got um, Duo Max from England. So this is really an international Spurs podcast this evening. Um, now, Tottenham Hotspur have now finished their time in South Korea after two pre-season friendlies. Of course, this evening we played at Sevilla uh, this afternoon in England and Italy in Malta. Um, now, I've got three very special guests to talk about today's game um, Melvin what's the weather like over in Malta how are you
3: a bit hot right now like like most summers um I'm very good I just um, came back and, and watched the game um yeah decent preseason friendly like like usual it's uh, a little bit good a little bit bad a bit of improvement and like most preseason friendlies it's a bit you know you're you're a bit bored until someone scores and then and then you know someone makes a mistake and then the other team scores it's like most pre preseason friendlies are like that so excited for this season but you know minutes under the player's belt and you know look forward to talk about the positive season and and i think today you posted a video of nuno's press conference from last year and I just started laughing. I was like, "Oh my God, what difference twelve years under Fabio Paratici has made?" So, yeah, I'm excited to talk about months, this. Twelve months, Melvin. Yeah, it's only been twelve months. Yeah. So.
2: Yeah. Well, the reason look- I, the reason I posted that video is to show the the real change in Tottenham. You know, within a year. Um, Nuno Espirito Santo's first press conference a year ago today and now of course you know we are under Antonio Conte looking forward to the new season Uh, we've also got Simone with us uh, from Italy Simone how are you? I'm fine mate I'm fine Chris I'm fine (laughs) Well lovely to have you back and we've got the usual duo Max from England Max how are you?
4: I'm very well, Chris. I mean, I wish I was obviously in South Korea with yourself, but I'm soaking up the rays over here, mate. It's been nice and hot here as well. So, you know, I can't complain, but it's good to be back on the
2: channel. Well, do you know what? Hunmin Son after the game said this week went too quickly for me. It was a dream. And do you know what? I completely agree with uh, Min Son because this week in South Korea has been absolutely incredible. I'm not rubbing it in, Max. I'm just saying it has been an absolutely <laughs> brilliant trip. And if you ever get the chance, anyone, to visit this wonderful country, please do because the people are amazing. The food is amazing. Uh, the football has been good as well. But um, yeah, this week has been incredible. Um Melvin, let's start with you. Um, Tottenham Hotspur won, Sevilla won. Uh, we've played 2 preseason pre-season friendlies um, now in South Korea. Um, everyone is flying back. Of course, next week we play Rangers, and then the week later we play Roma in Israel, and then the Premier League starts the week later. Uh, what have you made of Tottenham's time in South Korea, and what did you make of today's game?
3: Yeah, I mean, on, on social media and Twitter, I've seen a lot of content and... Seen a lot of the players. I think the COVID period kind of made me miss these because you get to see a lot more of the players. You know what I mean? Because they're all together. You always see videos and, and pictures and and you got you got to see you got to see them train and and you usually and and I missed that during the COVID period. We didn't get to see these preseason tours, which which are a great opportunity for the fans. And it's insane how how massive spares are in, in korea it's you know i keep seeing photos all these sun shirts and 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 it's incredible it's it's brilliant for the club it, you know it's brilliant for us um and and i'm sure you you got a brilliant reception in korea so yeah it's it's everything everything is positive at the moment and i enjoyed i enjoyed this whole this whole two games you know we got to see it on on the new spares play which which uh which which was which is very good, um I even got to watch i can, I can watch the games back, which is something I usually don't do i I got to watch it, and I got to see like papa Matassar, these these players who I've never seen play for spares, and um yeah, so yeah, these two games, these two games we've seen some new faces and and some familiar ones. We got to see you know Oliver skip back after six months, you know he he looked good, but he looked a bit rusty. And uh, I think people are still getting used to that preseason and, and those runs. And uh, we got some pictures of, of, of players fainting or falling over, which were amazing. I think I, I think I enjoyed watching them suffer. I don't know why. I just enjoyed it. I, ju- I just enjoyed them watching them out of breath, falling over. You know, the period under Nuno and under Jose. In my mind, I'm thinking, this is payback. You guys need this. They need this. They need to be. Put under this kind of torture in a way, because because their 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 body will get used to it, and and um, will they'll reap the benefits this season on, with the with the, with those you know with the difficulties that that what's his name the the short guy the the general or whatever they call him the guy who's running them through through the preseason.
2: Well, do you, I don't know whether you saw the video uh, that I posted earlier, Melvin, um, of me asking Harry Kane and Eric Dyer. Did they expect the uh, the 42 uh, limbs? They certainly didn't. Not that night. Yeah,
3: yeah. I think I think I was able to do about 15. I don't know. I don't know about you, Chris. I think you're training for a marathon. How how many would you you, you should you should have been there doing them with them?
2: I would have done it no problem. <laughs> Simone, Simone, let's come to you. What did you make of today's game and, and Tottenham's time in South Korea so far?
5: Yeah, quite interesting points of view, Chris. The first the best one is uh, to see, to look at Lucas Moura playing as a right-wing back. That was yeah. quite interesting, to be honest. I think that it can become became an option, not just for for Tottenham, but for him. For him, to help him to go on, on his uh, career at Spurs. Because, because he can learn something extra, something more. Uh, Antonio Conte just showed us how to transform. A right winger to a proper right wing back just like he mm-hmm. said uh, into the uh, press conference look at uh, uh, Victor Moses at Chelsea, look at Antonio Candreva on uh, inter Milan Times, he, he always played many many right winger as uh, a right wing back so why not, why not I think that uh, uh, to look at Lucas Moura playing that position can pave the way for uh, Emerson Royal to go to go out, to, to go away, to work from our club because uh, I'm not so sure he can stay. Uh, we are waiting for the official announcement of Jets fans. I think, and uh, I truly do, that Antonio rates a lot Matt Doherty because Matt Doherty is a, a very, very clever player, experienced player. He knows the Premier League. He knows how to play with and without the ball. And he is... Uh, I repeat, very clever uh, with and without the ball. So I think that Spence, Doherty, and uh, when it comes, Lucas Moura will be the three that can play in that position. So I don't think Emerson Royal will be a Tottenham player anymore at the end of the transfer window.
2: Last time you were on, Simone, you, you said it's all about June. And it certainly was about June, wasn't it?
5: Yeah, it was. And, and it was last time uh, I also say that Bentakura was a, a sort of of, of wings when he played when he used to play for Juventus but it, it was true when he played for Juventus Bentaura wasn't that kind of player that we admired have admired in these uh, six months so it's it's unbelievable how football can change can change players mm-hmm. and players uh, Definitely, Uh, what an adventure uh, since now has been for both Dejan Kruzeski and uh, Rodrigo Mentacur.
2: Max, let's come to you. I absolutely love having you on this channel because you're so positive, exactly like me. Um, How are you feeling right now as a Spurs fan, you know, having seen Tottenham play two games in South Korea?
4: Well, obviously, other than being there, Chris, you're not going to keep the smile off my face, mate. Um, No, yeah, it's just nice to see us. (laughs) It's nice to see us. Like being in Son's home country and just how how that makes him, yeah, just show how mad. Like having someone as happy as him in the team can make other players happy as well, because yeah. that's what it's all about. Like you can see they're being put through the paces. The training looks intense, but when you've got players in the squad with such character, it brings out the best in them. I mean, I know it's going a bit off topic, but I saw we'll talk about the game as well. But there was even like moments where you can see they're a family and. Like like a tackle goes in, and someone you got Romero and Richardson, who were once enemies, then they're, they're suddenly next to each other fighting, competing. Yeah. Like they're the ones that are right there. So it's so nice. The Tottenham family is growing, as you'll know, being out there. The the support's incredible. Like everyone's just looking forward to the start of the season now. We've got more signings to potentially come in as well. It's just it's an exciting time to be a Spurs fan. And I've been saying I said that on the last time I was on the podcast, but. It's just it's growing. It's I can't wait to be back in the stadium. I can't wait to just be around other Spurs fans and just experience it. And you know it's so hard to some to describe to people that aren't that don't support the same team as you. You don't have the same emotion. I can't wait to be around sixty thousand Spurs fans in the new stadium back again, new season. Because this is this is it. You, you're there. You can see how how happy they all are. You can see how they all respect Conte. I mean, they're getting put in through the paces definitely that that 40 laps mate I, I wasn't going to be doing that at the tottenham stadium no way um but yeah no it's just um it's good vibes it's just uh, there's no there's no negativity there's no one pulling us down at the moment not that we know about obviously anyway and just just long might continue as 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 the new season approaches
2: now, let's go through um, the starting 11 in the game. Hugo Lloris in goal, the back three of Sanchez, Dia Romero, the wing backs, uh, Lucas Mora and Ryan Sessegnon in midfield Pierre Mihoibier and Oliver Skip, and then the front three of Richarlison, Kane, and Son. Max, let's stay with you because uh, Simone mentioned earlier about Lucas Mora playing at wing back. Uh, were you surprised by this decision? Because after the game, Antonio Conte said, I spoke to Lucas Mora. And I think that this is a good option for me. And in the past, I converted Perisic in that position. Moses was the same before a winger and then become a wing-back. Are you surprised by Lucas Moura planning in in this position, particularly that we are just about to announce Jed Spence as our sixth summer signing?
4: It obviously causes a bit of controversy in the Spurs camp, but he's got the ability, like we've said it in the past before, that I just wanted to see it happen, especially towards the end of the season when... When you've got no Dotterty, no Emerson, or he's got the, but he can jump. He, he beats every player in the air. He's quick. He he can beat a player, and in the in the right wing back position, you need players that can get up and down the pitch. And knowing that, obviously, Richarlison and Kulusewski can play on the right, maybe he knows himself. He doesn't want to be forced out of the club. He loves it. You always see him happy. So the fact if he can if he can like solidify a position in the team and make that his own, and a bit of competition with Jed Spence. Obviously, that does force the likes of Emerson and Doherty out, potentially, but it's it's a position there to, like, make your own. Like, Kuliseski came in and made that right-wing position himself, like, made it yeah. his own. He's the first on the team sheet. What's to say Lucas can't come in and start right-wing back or right-back every time we play now? It's it's more of an attacking position These in 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 the years, since probably 10 years ago. You don't need to... Be that defensively minded, especially in the wing back position. You just have to be able to know the game plan. Um it's completely different. And the fact he's got pace, he can score, he can cross. Well, I don't know if he can cross, but obviously it's something he can work on from, from playing in those like advanced positions. Maybe he only needs to work on the defensive side. Maybe that's why Conte thought, let's play him in a preseason and we'll see if it happens again against Rangers and and so on. But it's it's exciting because I really like Lucas. I just feel like we've got better attacking options. So if he can get that position right, there's no reason why he can't make it make it his own, do you know.
2: Mary, let's come to you on the same question. Um do you like the fact that Lucas Moro is playing at right wing back and would you like to see him play in that position in the Premier League?
3: I don't know. It, it depends it depends how solid he is go- defensively because going forward I think he's, you know, proven to be a good option. You know, especially if if it's a tight game and, and and you know you need an attacking option and you're one nil down or you're going for that victory and there's ten minutes left. And with the five subs, you know, people are tired. You, you put on his pace and you're like, play play as wing back and 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 um and you know just run and, and he has the pace for it. He can beat he can beat a man, he can shoot outside the box. So Conte just probably, you know, it's another option for him. And that's what he wants. You know, we said we said last season that he didn't have anyone off the bench. He didn't have any options, any game changers, any winners, you know, anyone who's gonna score off the bench. Yeah, we added we added Kulisewski to the team and, and now we have three three attacking players who can get you consistently 10, 15 goals a season. And and Lucas could, can probably chip in with the goals from 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 wing back if if he plays consistently, there. To be honest, I prefer to see Matt Doherty out of the three options because I think he's been the most consistent this season before his injury. You know, we were calling him what were we calling him? Like something about Roberto Carlos or something like that on Twitter, and it, it was funny at the time, but it was brilliant because he was yeah. he was chipping in the Irish goals capital. and assists. Yeah, yeah th- th- there we go. The Irish Cafe, Yeah, I know it was something like that, but yeah, he was. <laughs> He 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 started playing again in 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 his role that he played at Wolves and, and he was gathering some consistency and and some momentum and and a, and a partnership to be fair with with the, with the back line and with the forward line he was finding Kane he was finding Son and um, to be honest it but Luke Luke is a, a tried right wing back it's interesting and um, hopefully hopefully just another option for Conte and and it looks like he's going to keep him and he's not going to be sold. And uh, if if I think we say this all the time, if Conte is happy with, uh, I'm happy. You know, if, if if Lucas Mora is up for playing right wing back and, and Conte thinks he can make him a right wing back, then, then let's do it. Let's do it. And, and and I'm fully behind it. You know,
2: Simone, let's come to you. Um, do you think Antonio Conte is pleased with the uh, the two games uh, during pre season so far? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Antonio uh, rates
5: the, the the games in preseason not as much as, uh, of course, the, the the important games. But he wants to try. He wants to to feel himself. He wants to taste his players. So I don't think uh, we are talking about uh, key games. But of course, it's a good chance to to test how good is Lucas Maura playing right wing back, for example. How good is that? For example, today. We saw Sanchez playing uh, as a left foot in the center back on the left, and uh, we didn't see too much uh, Davinson Sanchez playing that position last season. So, for example, we are talking about all experiments that Antonio is trying to, to do in, in the summer. You know, uh, you before mentioned that some other uh, friendlies that Tottenham have ahead. So, for example, Rome, for example, Rangers. I think that at the end of uh, July Rome will be a good test because Rome won the UEFA Conference League last season so we are talking about Jose Mourinho uh, maybe a better club than, than, uh, than the Rangers uh, let's, let, let's see let's see what happens in the next couple of weeks so uh, I think that Antonio uh, has this time to, to look at different perspectives about uh, some players you know we were expecting uh, Dejan Kurzexi, for example, to, to play as a right wing back. instead. He, today. He played Lucas Moura in that position. So uh, we can wait for something similar in the next couple of weeks.
2: Simone, that game against Roma in a couple of weeks against Jose Mourinho, that won't be no friendly, will it? Between Conte and Jose. Wow. And there's a trophy at stake as well. Wow. That will not be a friendly.
5: No, no, definitely. Never a friendly. That will be a final, a Europa League final, a Conference League final, things like that. The, oh, they hate each other a lot in the in the uh, they have uh, many many bust ups in the last couple of uh, of the years and uh, in Rome, again Jose Mourinho, in the last couple of months uh, he used to attack Conte again eh? to be to be honest because uh, Jose were asked about uh, his past in inter de Milan when he won the famous letter in 2010 and uh, Antonio won the scudetto last season with Inter de Milan. Then he left Inter, he joined Tottenham, and Inter uh, didn't manage last season to win uh, as well the uh, the title. So uh, Jose was asked about that, and he said, "You cannot compare me to Antonio Conte or something like that, because in Inter de Milan I'm the boss, and I always been the boss. So no friendlies, no friends, absolutely." <laughs> Two men that hate
2: each other 100%, guys. Max, let's come to you. Let's talk about the game. Um, in the 13th minute, Richarlison okay. put in a fantastic cross uh, that session missed. What have you made of Richarlison in the Spurs shirt so far? Do you know what?
4: I feel like we've obviously got the best to come. We'll, we'll find out what his best position is. But obviously, playing out on the right, maybe that's where Conte wants to see him play. But I'm a massive Koulousseski fan, so... I'm hoping it doesn't it doesn't shut out Kulu because obviously towards the back end the last season he was like he was vital for us but it gives us another option he's obviously got he's got something about him he can he makes things happen he's he's good on the ball he's got experience the, the price tag itself I, I I actually don't really care about the price tag I mean I'm glad we've just got him in we've got him over the line so it's a big signing it's a statement signing we've got a lot of games next season um and whether he's going to be playing up front on his own with obviously a couple of the wingers, Kulu, Son, Kane behind. I think it's just exciting in general, but him, he's just, he's someone that you kind of never know what you're going to get. And then I feel like that's quite exciting. He's, he's very, he's got, he's got a lot to his game. Everton fans highly like respected him and he was, they were gutted to see him leave. I mean, I know there's one Everton fan that I, I actually met when I was at the Everton game last season and he phoned me as soon as that transfer went through absolutely gutted and i think that just proves how how good he actually is so the i'm not going to lie to you the last couple of games i i didn't i wasn't able to see much of the first game but the but the game i saw today oh, he's like you said, he's 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 got a good ball in the box. If we can get someone like on the end of these crosses and, and whatnot, and link the link up play is gonna be there because we've got a couple of couple of Brazilians in the side as well now, haven't we? Like the Brazilian trio. I don't know whether it's gonna be as good as like the two thousand and two World Cup Brazilian team, but uh I'm sure Richarlison will be able to pip-, pip in with like 15 goals this season I'm, I'm sticking to that and I, I really cannot wait to see but I've actually I've actually gone and uh, ordered myself the away kit with Richarlison on the back so you'll be seeing you'll be seeing that on the timeline near you soon Chris
2: <laughs> I'm not at all surprised I know you like a lot of fun on your YouTube channel as well Max have you been working on his uh, on his celebration <laughs>
4: <laughs> well the chart didn't go down very well for me, mate. So <laughs> um the celebration that we'll see we'll see if that comes out at the Tottenham Hotspur Stadium once he once he scores a few, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah, check out Max's channel for that. I'm sure it'll be out soon. Um, Melvin, let's come to you in a <laughs> In the 16th minute, a shot from Hunmin Son just outside the box just went wide. And in the 26th minute, Harry Kane thought it was one nil. Uh, now I saw the flag go up. Kane didn't see it. Um, but what a strike that was from Harry Kane! Um, of course, it was ruled offside. But Harry Kane's been in good form, hasn't he, over these last two games? Melvin, are you there? Simone, do you want to take that question?
5: Yeah, uh, sorry, I lost. Uh, I lost your question, mate. I lost uh, the, the question as well.
2: Ha- Harry Kane, um, of yeah. course, he, he, he thought that he put Spurs one 0 up in the twenty-sixth minute. The flag went up. It was ruled out for offside. But he's been in uh, great form over these last two yeah, games.
5: Yeah, it's quite strange. It's quite strange because if you look at his career, he always show to suffer a little bit when uh, when when the water is warm. Is warm, and uh, he always. Uh, he always struggled to to, to, to become Eric Kane in August, as you remember. So he, he he always started to score a lot, a lot, a lot of goals when it comes September, when it comes October, and uh, things like that. Of course, with Nuno, the situation was different. He scored, he managed to score just one goal under Nuno, but the situation was completely different. Uh, it's it's something strange, but it's good. It's good. Uh, it's good not just for Tottenham because the the league will start on the sixth of uh, August. But it's good as well for him because in Qatar in December he will find uh, very very hot weather. So so he needs to 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 to, to understand to 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 find that uh, the weather will be at that dimension when he is still playing World Cup. So it's good it's good for him. I think that it's a massive season for Alia. It's a massive season. It's a massive season because. Uh, uh, he wants to to be back fighting really from the start to the golden boot that's for sure and, ma- and mainly he, he will wear the armband with the national team with england so wow uh, it's gonna be a, uh, 11 months season for, for harry maybe the, the most important of his career
2: max in the 29th minute um a sevilla player shot from outside the box um hugo laris made a fantastic save um, I'll tell you what, Hugo Lloris now been at the club for 10 years. Surely he is not going to leave Tottenham Hotspur Football Club without winning a trophy. This must be his year to lead us to glory.
4: I still can't believe how there's fans out there from other clubs that just don't rate him as highly as we do. He's he's honestly one of the best keepers in the league and he has been for yeah. years. He makes yeah. saves. Save, how many times the last couple of seasons there's been some crazy saves he's made? The one that always comes to mind it was a great save today, obviously. Um, but the one that comes to mind, do you remember in, um, I think it was in the Europa League, where the ball literally is on the line and he, he just comes out of nowhere. Like, he makes, yes, he's, he's prone to errors and he's not good with his feet. But you've got to remember now, it's so hard to find a keeper these days that's good at diving, handling, kicking. Those, those keepers don't come around very often. That's what Man United thought they had when they first signed De Gea. They thought they had literally the next best thing. But Lloris is literally up there with the best. And it's, yep. it's it's crazy to think that the only reason we'll ever replace him is obviously because of his age. There's no Spurs fan that would want to see him get replaced. Um, he's been the best keeper. I remember when we signed him from, from Leon, we knew we were getting a good keeper. And I, he's only got better and better. He's got better yeah. and better. Um, people forget that we haven't had the best defensive sides in the recent years. So the fact we can finish where we have done with some of the defensive partnerships we've had is just... Phenomenal because he saved us time and time again. He's world class. He's obviously won the World Cup. He's brilliant. It'll be a sad day, obviously, when he does retire. I'd love to see him retire with us, um, and I'd love to see him obviously win a trophy. Like you said, if, if there's anyone that obviously deserves it, it's 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 him because he's been loyal to us. He's any any kid that's growing up now they'll, they they won't remember the keeper before Lloris. and that's yeah. that's sort of, that's saying that's saying something when when that when that happens because. I can probably tell you the days of when I remember that like Casey Keller. That was like my sort of my sort of growing up stage. I loved Paul Robinson. And then when Larice came in, I was playing a lot of FIFA at the time. Uh, I know FIFA can, can say a lot of things about a player, but that was one thing they got spot on. It was that Laris is a brilliant keeper. He was the best then. He's still one of the best in the league. And yeah, it's just, we got to do it for him. And this is the time, like, you ain't taking the smile off my face this season, Chris. No chance, especially unless unless Larice obviously makes a howler on the first day of the season. But, but let's hope that that doesn't happen.
2: It feels so good, though, Max, doesn't it, to be a Spurs fan right now? And I, I know I keep saying this a lot, but everybody, you know, even some of the fans that I know who are particularly negative a lot of the time, everybody is positive. Everyone has got a smile on their face. And like uh, you guys said earlier, everyone is looking forward to that opening day of the season against Southampton.
4: Well, Chris, people, it's not just, it's not just we've made our one marquee sign in, like our welcome bail back and everyone starts raving again. It's like, you've got Conte Cam, you've got this new Spurs app, you've got, we're out in South Korea, you've got, which which is obviously that everyone's going mental about, you've got signings happening weekly. There's, it's not just one thing that's happening, Chris. There's so many. Every fan has so many different things to talk about. There's, there's a different range of players there. We're not even done in the, in the market yet. We've got more to go. I mean, bring it on. I'm, I'm all here for it. And I'm. this is why I keep saying to anyone that's watching that I'm gutted I'm not out there with Chris because I would, be, I would be in my absolute element. And the fact that people get to see behind the scenes and you get to show your experiences out there and it's not just putting on a happy face like what, what Instagram can be made out to be. You're literally living the dream of this is like the players are loving it, the fans are loving it. And this is yeah. why they've sold out those games out there because they're fans, they're passionate. They can see that they're not, yes, they're there for Son, a lot of them. And I don't blame them, it's their home home country. But there's fans there that know Tottenham are, are going places. We're not just, yeah. we're not, we're not just a. A top team, the top like top 10 club anymore, top seven. Like we're known, we're Champions League. We need to establish ourselves and get back there this season. And I'm waffling on about it, but the, the signings, they're big signings. You've got Jed Spence that's coming through, who's potentially gonna be the next, the next big right back. And I actually see some talk. Imagine you have Cessignon and Jed Spence. That that could be Walker and Rose all over again. And you've got that across the park. I feel like we may be missing one or two two different signings, we get we get them and I'll tell you what we we're, we're in for a treat this season, Chris.
2: I love that line, Max. Signings are happening weekly. When did any of us Spurs fans think that we'd be saying that? It's just incredible. And the smiles just say, "Oh, Melbourne, let's come to you." 33rd minute, Sesseyon um put in a good cross, um a quick uh, a quick touch from him and then he put it into the box. Hunmin Son headed it, comfortable for the goalkeeper, but I made this note because that is what, you know, personally for me, that's what I want to see Sessignon do more of. You know, quick crosses into the box. And, you know, we know how important the wing-backs are for Antonio Conte. What do you think that Antonio Conte has learned over these two games with the wing-backs that he has played in these matches so far?
3: Like Sessignon on this game, I think he's improving steadily. He's not bursting. He's not like all of a sudden, he turned into Gareth Bale, but he's a slow progression, you know, from that game that he played in the Conference League, where he got sent off, and everyone was expecting him to have a really good game, and people weren't patient with him. And it's like it's going to take time for for Sessignon to see to see him mature into a solid left wing back, I guess, because uh, he's suited for that position. I think he's perfect for that position. He has a bit of pace, there's a bit of quality on the ball. You know he's very difficult to get past as well we we saw that during the Liverpool match, and uh, even at the end of the season he was he's very very solid solid wing back and another season under Conte with you know his guidance and and his training and his defending philosophy, I think Italians in general, as much as this pains me to say because they beat us in the euros, and me as a Maltese person I support England And... Um, so the Italians, they know how to defend. They're, it's their art. They, it's a bit boring in a way, but they know how to defend. They it's know my art. They, yeah, it's, it's it's.
2: He's calling your Italians boring, Simone. No, but <laughs> yeah. they
3: they win. They get it over the line. That's the, and you saw that during the yeah. Euros because because they stayed in the game. They defended well. They it's it's what the Italians know how to do. It's, yeah. and it's bred into Conte. Conte knows how to defend. He knows how to get teams over the line. He knows he knows this stuff. And you could see it. You could sort of see it in, in, in our in our back line. I mean Eric Dyer as much as yeah. we didn't we didn't really rate him a couple of years ago. Even though there was a player there, there was the he has the basics of a good central defender. He just didn't have it at the time. And now we can start to see it a bit by bit. Ben Davis and as well. Christian Romero. Christian Romero played an amazing game, and we missed him for, I think, like 20 games last season. I think he played half of the season. The other half, he was injured. Why? He didn't have a preseason. Now he's going to have a Conte preseason, one of the best preseasons you can have. And um, I hope and and with his hamstring injuries or groin injuries, whatever he had, I I hope he, he learns about his body and he can maintain it. He knows how much he can play and how much rest he needs. And and with Perisic, they can rotate in and out. And um, I'm excited. I'm excited for to see these players develop because um, they've only been under Conte for seven, eight months. And we've not seen them after they had the proper preseason. Most of them know his system. And I think we saw when Kuliszewski came in, he was a bit more effective than Allison. I think Richarlison didn't take up the proper positions at the time. He didn't know where to run. He didn't know where he should be to receive the ball. I think Kuliszewski has a bit of a head start on top of Richarlison. It's good to see we have players now competing for the same position, like we had under Poch. Now there's competition, even, even, even for Kane. Possibly, you know, there's direct competition and there's direct, you know, one can learn off the other, and and and. Uh, if one person is started, for example, against Southampton, and the other one's on the bench, it's not because one is better than the other. It's because, you know, he's the other player knows he's going to be playing the next game or, or, or in the Champions League or in the League Cup. So there's many games this season, and and there's this positive vibe and energy that I've never seen before. Or I haven't seen until, I think, that run that we had during the Champions League final. I, I've never seen, a squad. Like this tight and this happy, and pulling pulling the same rope. You know, we're all pulling. We're all pulling on the same rope, and we're all going in the right direction. And an extreme contrast to last season, well, Kane hadn't even showed up the preseason yet, I think he was still on holiday. Because yeah. I had I, I had on August sixth, on August sixth I had written down that kane made that statement remember he put he put out a statement after being silent for the whole summer he put out a statement on instagram or twitter saying i was supposed to return and, and I was away and and blah 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 and it's complete different to this season he's already scoring goals i've never seen him this fit in in july and um i think i think something that max i had him say once on on these pot, on these podcasts when people say Kane is getting old. Kane is our age. <laughs> yeah, exactly.
4: Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: yeah. When, how many can you run life
4: that life next? Life. How many how, how many minutes could I run Kane on that pitch?
2: How many limps?
4: You'll be lucky if I can do a couple, mate. <laughs> 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 Honestly think- though, how are they this it's ridiculous heat? Like that that's intense. That is intense because I don't care who you are, even if you're Superman. Running back and forwards forty two times in that heat on that pitch. I mean, that's you know, Chris, how big though that, that pitch yes. any pitch but like that is is phenomenal. So, so the fitness levels is just a joke, to be honest.
2: Brilliant. Yeah. it's brilliant. Um Simone, let's come to you. In the thirty eighth minute, um a header went to Eric Lamella, who hit it uh, against the post. Uh Larice was completely beaten. Um, what did you make of Eric Lamella's performance tonight?
5: Wow, that was uh that was good. That was uh funny to see him playing tottenham playing Spurs, because of course eight years uh, we're not talking about two days uh, three days eight years he was injured most of the time okay we need to admit it but of course we are talking about a player that gave absolutely everything for the the jersey for the for the shirt so i think that uh, every sports fan recognize and tonight as well recognize how much he did he tried at least he tried to do for the club so we, we remember a uh, great guy fantastic guy good player very good player technically one of the best we have seen in uh, in the last couple of years you know, of uh, of years so we are talking about the top guy top professional uh, someone that gave uh, absolutely every every everything first for uh, ABB, then for uh, sherwood then for uh, Mauricio and then of course to, to Jose and Ryan Mason so we are talking about a top guy, top professional. It was uh, uh, great to see him playing football again because last season he was injured too. Huh? He was uh, out for uh, four months mm-hmm. also in Sevilla, in Andalusia. So we are talking about uh, an unlucky guy in terms of yeah. muscular injury. So uh, I was happy. I was happy to see him playing, to see his smile, to see him hugging so many old friends. That was great. Pr- proper Tottenham guy, 100%.
2: Max, let's come to you um, now. Half time, it was nil-nil, um, and then there were lots of trouble uh, with uh, the players on the pitch. Can can you talk me through what happened? Because of course, I was at the game. I was quite high up um, in the stadium, and I, I couldn't really see what had happened or who started any trouble. Can you um, enlighten me? So I know, obviously, a couple of minutes prior to that,
4: I don't know if you saw, but Son Son knocked past the ball past a player. And he accidentally put... He put his arm out, like, in no, no intent to, like, smack someone. But he smacked, like, one of the severe players. And he's obviously made his mouth bleed a little bit, um, which he obviously wasn't too happy with. And that was obviously when there was a little bit of all the players coming together, like, for about 10, 15 seconds, when I said before Richardson and Romero were straight there to back back their boy. And I think they just weren't... They weren't happy with that. When It was only two minutes before halftime, and... It just looked like it was kicking off and you're just thinking, it's a friendly lad, it's a preseason friendly. Heung Min son is in his home nation. This is the worst place to start on the son <laughs> because you're gonna have the fans running on to help him, you're gonna be having but it must have whether something was said, I'm not sure. But the fact that I don't know why they're letting it get to letting it get to them. It's like it's a pre season friendly. If this is a final FA Cup final, Champions League final, Europa League final, fair enough. You're gonna be a bit more, bit more heated. Uh, the fact that, like, uh, the, the odd tackle goes in here and there that they're not gonna meet, not gonna, like, people don't mean, But it's done. People need to realize he doesn't do things with intent. He's not that sort of guy. You've, you've seen him. Yeah. Like, you know how happy he is in person. And yeah. don't get me wrong. It wasn't the nicest. It wasn't the nicest coming together. It's just he's actually gone straight into his elbow, and there was a lot. Like, he needed medical attention. There was a lot of blood. Um, but that's unfortunate. Another day, you just catch someone on like in your jaw, like anywhere else, and then you just carry on. But obviously, I don't know. I don't know what severe player it was. I don't know whether something was said. I was actually watching a stream, and it wasn't even in English. It was actually in the with South Korean commentators, so I couldn't actually make out what they were saying. That was a commitment, Chris. That was a commitment. I had a bit of a hangover. I'm watching a stream in Korean, and that's what I knew you're going to be asking me questions about the game. So I thought I need to be here watching it. <laughs> <laughs> I was sat in I was sat in the front room with my dad. Um, he's actually asked me to ask you something. By the way, Chris, this is going cool. very off topic. Um, he is gone. He's just said, Ask Chris if he's making a cameo in the next Squid Games.
2: I'd love to. I'd love to. <laughs> I went to, well, Jason and I went to all of the um, locations yesterday. I tell you what, it's absolutely fantastic. If you haven't watched them and you like Squid Game, do check out that video because we, we've, we went to a number of filming locations. And where that famous scene is, where the two main characters are, are set outside um, the, the shop. The shopkeeper um wanted Jason and I to get the perfect shot, and he was taking his banners down. He was moving the furniture. He, he went and got a bottle. He went and got two glasses no. and put it down. I will tell you, the the people here are, are simply incredible. But um, Squid Game um yeah, if you haven't watched it, then then do watch it on Netflix. And uh, yeah, tell your dad. I'd love to come back to South Korea. To, to, to <laughs> Chris, be, you're gonna to have to there. take him out there. You,
4: you're gonna have to take my dad and but what's
2: great though, not... Max is is the amount of people that have uh, have seen um and commented on videos this week um and they've said because of your videos I would love to go to South Korea. So um it's it's great that I've actually you know given given that advice and, and shown you know, South Korea to people that perhaps wouldn't have come here, and now they want to visit. So that's absolutely fantastic.
4: Well, yeah, Chris, because it can. I think from from someone like it's the other side of the world, so it can be quite daunting to get on a flight and go that far. Yeah. Obviously, especially so. The fact that Spurs are out there, and I'm, um, I'm definitely going to have to. I'm actually looking. At, I'm going to end up going out there when when Korea playing play a game at home and try and get to it because I just think yeah. it's something I need to do. I, I want. I need to experience it. It looks, it looks incredible. Honestly,
2: do you, do you know the other thing as well? This this week, I feel like um, you know I put so much content out about Spurs, like in the past. But this week, it feels like I put put more content out about South Korea itself than Tottenham Hotspur content. So, if anyone. Um, doesn't like that then i apologize but you know covering um south korea this last week has just been an absolute dream um i feel like we're, we're talking about south korea even on this uh, stream more than we are <laughs> the football um melvin let's come to you um half time um emerson royale Javatan Ganga ben davis matt doherty um uh, benton kurt and kuliszewski all come on sanchez romero mora Cessignon, Uh, Richarlison and Skip all come off Uh, in the 48th minute there was a good chance for Spurs Son to Kane it was blocked and then in the 50th minute um, good work from Hunmin Son a couple of turns he still passed to Kane from the floor Harry Kane then fired home Um, this is what we all expect from Harry Kane but absolutely superb work from Hunmin Son and Hunmin Son, you know he has had the dream week, hasn't he been in his home country, and the reception that hunmin Son has had this week has just been unbelievable.
3: I think everyone is immensely proud of of him and and to have him to have him as spares. uh I don't think we can say anything more on on son without i don't know what 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 can we say. I love the guy and uh, He's world class and he's finding his form, you know, twenty-three or twenty-two goals this season without penalties. And uh it's gonna be interesting next season who's gonna score more, if it's gonna be Son or Kane, because Kane definitely this season started well. And um and I think it's gonna be one of the um in, in recent years, he hasn't had the best August. And uh I think this season definitely with the pre with the preseason, no. Euros, no World Cup, and no injuries, and uh, no contract problems, and, and no Man City, and, and nothing. And he's he's just focused on on getting fit and getting sharp, and uh, and hopefully he can get two two or three goals just in August, and uh, you know pu- push for that golden boot, and 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 have a real friendly competition going in, go- going within the Spurs front line. You know Kulusevski chipping with goals, and and. Uh, We'll see. We'll see which one will end up with the golden boot. Probably you'll be. Uh, I. I. I would be a safe bet to say it's going to end up at Spurs again with either Son or Kane. You know, with, with our front line, it'll, it'll. It'll definitely happen. And I think the reason it didn't happen with with Kane this season it's because what happened with the Man City drama and, uh, and and Nuno and he still ended up with seventeen goals, I believe, which is still. Pretty good for for a striker, for a Premier League striker, and yeah. um, so so the, so so having a proper season like this. The only thing that worries me a little bit is the uh, the World Cup distraction, and uh, you know England possibly going far into the tournament. Hopefully, you know, not, hopefully he doesn't get any injuries because he's going to be playing many games, um, very high intensity in, in in during the Christmas period, and then you know. I wish, hopefully, England go far and maybe maybe win the tournament, and then maybe win, maybe lose, and then he has to return to Spurs. It's going to be interesting how the players manage that, especially with you know our front line. I think the only player that doesn't play is Kulisevsky, which is which is good to us because he can rest, but he has to keep up his fitness. But it's going to be an interesting season, and especially for Kane, I'm um, interesting to see. If he plays, you know, uh, if he changes his game, what Conte is going to do with him? It's going if, to, if we get many set piece goals, if, if, who's going to take the set pieces, who's going to take the free kicks? It's, it's going to be, it's going to be, uh, there's lots of things that I'm going to be looking out for the, the first game, you know, at Southampton. Max, I just said if Kane is going to be taking free kicks this season or, or if it's going to be Son, if it's going to be Perisic, we still haven't seen. Perisic or Busuma in this team and mm. what role they're going to play. Plenty, plenty, of ma- he- plenty of options. Plenty of options now, yeah. Anyway, and, ma- and, and before, the, before the game started, I loved when, when Skippy came on because I'm a massive Skip, Oliver Skip fan, always have been. Um, I've been so excited. I've been banging the Oliver Skip drum since I think Jose Mourinho was at the club. And um, But I think seeing Bentoncourt play uh, the both games, I think... Pentecourt is is a level above Skiv at the moment. Mm -hmm. I think he's very fast. I've seen a change in the midfield, even in Hoiberg. Hoiberg looks a lot lot more nimble, faster with the ball. Um, Even though he did make a couple of mistakes, a couple of loose passes, I was impressed with Hoiberg and Pentecourt. And I think the lineup going into the Premier League will be pretty unchanged. I think for maybe one or two... I th- two maximum. I don't think we're going to change the system much until all the players are up to speed with Conte's system, and uh, until they have you know good performances and he can trust them. I think the lineup and the players that we have, I think Conte will stick with them. I think the real interesting position will be the right back. Which right back will he go for? I think the rest will be pretty much unchanged.
2: Simone, let's come to you. Um, Of course, uh, you live in Italy. You cover Syria A a lot. Um, When Antonio Conte was manager of Inter Milan, did you ever hear about players doing 42 uh, laps of the pitch? Or lengths of the pitch, should I say?
5: Yeah. You know, guys, uh, you remember very well uh, the Totem series All or Nothing under Jose Mourinho. Next one will be about Arsenal. And uh, in Italy, last season, Amazon Prime, Prime Video, made the same with Juventus Juventus under Andrea Pirlo as a manager like a manager and there is a a, a moment where Pirlo was uh, actually caught on saying uh, my players are uh, my players blah 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 uh, but they need to remember that when I was a, a player and I had Antonio Conte like a manager I saw people crying on the floor so is that what I realized, watching Sonny, Harry uh, down to the floor in Korea some, some days ago. That's nothing, nothing new for me. That's Antonio Conte, guys. That's Antonio Conte. Yeah. Antonio loves to, to make a sort of soft training, one hour, one hour and a half, with the ball, without the ball. Then players uh, can think that they are finished. <laughs> no way. <laughs> 42 lengths. Up and down. That's Antonio's style, guys. That's Antonio's style. And when Antonio uh, came to Tottenham last season, if you remember, Chris, he kept on saying, we need to build the game foundations. We need to build the game foundations. And when he said that, it meant, he meant at that kind of suffering in training that Poch used to have with his players four years ago, five years ago, six years ago. And I think that uh, that's that's key. That's key. We are living something similar to the Pochettino era, and uh, I'm optimistic worth the future, even for this reason.
2: Max, let's come to you um, now. I felt the equaliser was coming from Sevilla because in the 61st minute uh, they had a good chance that they hit over the bar. A couple of minutes later, same thing, and then their goal finally came in the 64th minute. Uh, Ivan Ratiche scored uh, a well-worked goal. Great strike past Hugo Lloris. Uh What do you make of Tottenham's defending? <laughs> well, it's always been the case with
4: Tottenham's defending, isn't it? So we're hoping that going into the season we can cut these mistakes and that out. But for the goal, it was actually a really well-hit strike. I mean, not many keepers, I don't think, would have got there. It was it was well worked. It was like a it was a quick, like it was a header down from... Well, it was passing from the side, weren't it? And then it was headed down to, like, Rakitic, blah, blah blah and then he just smacked it from just outside the box. So, we know that if you don't close down those those sort of players, then they're going to punish you. But in terms of the defending, I think people forget there's substitutions that get made in these pre-season friendlies. You can't really sometimes look too much into it. Um, he knows that's where we still need to to improve on, and that's obviously why we have got Lengler, if that's how you pronounce it, coming in on loan. We're, we're, yep. we're going to be getting Jed Spence, who's obviously another defender. And then apparently we're still not done in that centre-back position, are we?
2: So They have signings every week.
4: Yeah, every week, new signings. So it just goes to show they know we're finally set here for once, Chris, where you, we can normally see what needs to be done, what needs to be improved. And they can even see it now themselves. We're not having to say, why can they not see it? Because in the past, it's always been, why can we not get a... Why do we not get a backup striker? We've actually got one. Why can we not get a right winger to play with Simon Kane? We've got one. Why can we not get a right back? We've got one. And we've got more signings hopefully coming in. So defending this season, obviously, you've got Sanchez as well. So I know he, he's very hit and miss with the fans as well. Um, he looks like he's someone that, that I reckon he could actually flourish under under Conte. I don't see why he can't. And obviously, Dyer gets a lot of stick. But he's obviously been brilliant. Romero speaks for himself. So we have got we've got the foundations now. It's just whether we can put that into the test. And I think that's why he is putting them through their paces because he's trying to get the best out of them. He knows what, this is what he gets paid for. This is why he's at the club. Um, yeah. This is Daniel Levy knows that this could potentially be one of our last seasons, so to speak, where we've got a manager of this calibre because we all thought it was going to be under the Mourinho era, didn't we? So the fact we've managed to pull this out of the bag and... We're all sat here so optimistic for the season to come. I mean, I don't want anyone on your on your stream these days, Chris. I'm not going to name names. But when they're sat here and they're not happy, I'm not going to be a happy bunny, especially if I'm on that podcast. I'm just letting you know now, right?
2: <laughs> I know exactly what you mean. Yes, yes, I know exactly what you mean. Melvin, let's come to you. Um, 68th minute. What um, a shot from Dijan Kuliszewski. I'll tell you what. How on earth did that not go in from where I was set in the stadium? um you know we all jumped up because we all thought that that was hitting the back of the net.
3: I'm interested to see what Koliseevski will do this season because uh, I think Conte can get that ten percent more out of him. you know what I mean? I think he'll be a bit lighter a bit a bit fitter you know a bit a bit, a bit sharper, you know a bit faster, I think he can get that out of him, and then sometimes most of the time kulisevski makes the right decisions and, and i think conte you know if he can have his stamp on him and 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 you know in his system he can get that bit more out of kulisevski i think he can he can challenge you know kane and son with goals and his numbers we saw his contributions were incredible and one of the main reasons i think we made the champions league this season was because of kulisevski and um uh, I think the the best example was the Man City game when when he put that ball into Kane in the last second yeah. of the game. I think yeah. if Lucas Moura, Lucas Moura got that ball. He probably would have hit the the corner flag with it, but he has that quality on the ball. You know that delivery it was perfect, and I think if we can get that all season from him, and even in the Champions League and in the cups, and there's there's many games to play this season, and it'll be interesting to see. Who he'll start first game of the season, if it's gonna be Rich Allison, if it's gonna be Kulzevsky. But either way, us Bears fans are gonna be happy. And yeah. there's options on the bench. If it's still nil-nil half time, put Kulzevsky on, put Lucas Moura wing back, bring on Perisic. I mean, there you know what I mean? Put put balls into Kane and Son and Kulzevsky, you know, float them in. Someone's gonna head one in. It's there's options now, there's proper options where even if Hoiberg or Skip or Bentoncourt, they look a bit leggy, you know, put on Bissouma. If we're winning one nil take off, for example, Kuliszewski and put three in the middle, you know. Have, have Skip, Bissouma. Who's going to go past them? It's like we have our spine yeah. back. You know, when we had, when we had Moussa Dambale and Wanyama and, and Eric Dyer in the middle and, and behind them was Toby and Yan, and in front of them was it's, We have our spine back. We have a spine and no one is going to walk through us like they used to. Or no one is going to, you know, keep the ball for about two minutes and we can't get it back. And we're not going to lose the ball after five seconds. Uh, we saw today in spells, we were keeping the ball really, really well. Even though there were moments where we lost it straight away. But, but there, was, there were moments where we were passing from the back. And even with Tanganga and, 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 these, and, and these, these young players playing as well, with Papa Matasar and all these guys, we were keeping the ball really, really well under, under pressure as well from Sevilla. And uh, it's, it's, it's amazing to see and it's brilliant to see because it's what, it's what we need.
2: Now, um, Simone, let's come to you. In the 71st minute, Harry Kane went off along with pierre emerick pierre Hugo de and and Hunmin Son. On came Brian Hill, Sa uh, Parrot, and Austin. Simone, what do you think uh, the future holds for the likes of Brian Hill and Papé Matassar and Troy Parrott? Will all three of these players or one or two of them go out on loan? Do you think Antonio Conte wants to keep them for the Premier League season, bearing in mind that we can use five subs from the start of next year?
5: Uh, in my opinion, uh, Sar will stay at the club. We stay at the club uh, at least for the first year in order to you know, improve his level, in order to understand something about sports, something about being into a top club. That has to be his primary target. So I don't think he will be loaned out. Brangil will be again loaned out. I don't think uh, it is a priority now for Fabio for Paratici. I think the priority is for Fabio is to to loan or to sell. If possible, Giro Celso, Tangi Indombene, uh, Sergio Reguilon, and Larry Wings, that uh, was not included by a proper choice uh, made by Antonio before the start of uh, the tournée in, uh, in Asia. And, uh, and I think Brian Gill will, uh, will be added to that list uh, of players that can be loaned out. I don't think for his physicality abilities, he's uh, adapting himself to the style of the Premier League. Because, uh, okay, he's fast with the ball, but without the ball, he's too easy, he's too slim. So I will go for other options. And he plays in positions where Tottenham are so strong, are so strong. Because on the right, uh, there is Dejan, there is Lucas Moura. And Richardson as well can play in that uh, in that position. Even if I think that uh, Richardson uh, loves to give his best when he plays and starts his game from the left, so I see Richardson mainly as a backup for both Sonny and Dari as a false nine. Because on the right you've got the likes of uh, Lucas Mora, the Puzeski. So uh, I think that Richardson will be the first choice, even in, even more this year because. Uh, uh, we will play in 16, because five changes, just like uh, Melvin was, was saying. I think that uh, uh, the games will be, will be key in that dimension, in that, in that sort of contest.
2: Now, just a quick question for all three of you, Max, we'll start with you. Um, what do you think of the, uh, the new kit that we wore today? Um, what do you think of that? And, and who would you man in the match?
4: Um, the new kit, I think it, I think people have been a bit harsh on it to be honest. I don't think it looks too bad. Um, we've had a few crazy kits, especially the third kit that hasn't been officially released yet, but we've obviously seen what it could be. Um, it's like when that the one last season that had like the paint chucked on it, it looked like a five year old just gone with their hands all over it, like this, and then everyone ends up enjoying it and liking it and buying it. Like the amount of shots I saw of them last season was mental. so People are very just quick to judge, and I feel like that comes with being a Spurs fan. You're just very, you just instantly, oh, I hate it, don't want to see it. You know what I mean? It's like, well, let it. It, it will grow. It will hundred percent grow on people. We start winning back-to-back games wearing that kit. Everyone's going to be loving it. So, um, yeah. yeah, definitely getting it myself. Um, I don't see what I don't actually see what's too bad about it. People say it looks like a bit of a swimwear, swimwear costume or suit, but I don't know. People just have some. Some weird images in their head to be thinking these sort of things. It's a football kit. It's it could be worse. We're sponsored by Nike. We didn't used to be. Um, and then when people when when you're not sponsored by Nike, everyone wants to be sponsored by Nike. So you can't you can't please the fan base. Sometimes Chris, there's got to be something that Spurs fans moan about. They can't moan about the stadium. They can't moan about the training. They can't moan about the manager. They can't moan about the signings. Let's moan about the kit. Oh, it's purple. Oh, it's got a it's got a yellow ribbon around the top. I need to moan about it. Well. How about you go moan about it somewhere else? Because it's good vibes only now, Chris, and you know that. You'll <laughs> always get that from me. I'm turning this kit into a good kit. I'm, I'm, I'm probably gonna wear it on the opening day of the season, just see how many, well, see how many people was, are there.
2: I was just about to say, um, you know, if you pop over to Max's channel in the next what 24 48 hours, he'd be modelling that kit on his channel. <laughs> I have absolutely no doubt. Melvin, oh sorry, Max, who's was the man in the match? Oh, my man in a match. Oh.
4: It's a, it's a tricky one actually. I don't think there was any like proper outstanding performers. Um, I'm put you on the spot there because I'm not sure.
2: I, I going to go for Eric Dyer. You're yeah.
4: Yeah. going Eric Dyer. I, I, it, Middle. We got at the back then. I, I, I'm not going. Really, I'm just going. I'm just going to sit on the fence. I'm going to go Son just because he's in his home country and he got an
2: assist. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. It's, a, it's easy it's easy I agree with to you, say man. that. Yeah.
4: Oh quick one Before you actually Get on Sorry guys Before you get On to the others I know everyone In the chat I've been seeing A lot of James Madison talking I don't know If you were Going to talk About him But he's Someone that Would I'd be very Happy to welcome To Tottenham I We, we will
2: uh, We will just Ask Melvin And Simone That same Question on the Kit and the Man of the Match And then we Will come on To uh, transfers And then uh, we Will wrap it Up on transfers So Melvin who was your Man of the Match and What do You think Of the Kit
3: um, man of the match I think Eric Dyer was the only player to play in 90 minutes. I believe everyone else was subbed is that correct mm-hmm. um, so you're very close, yeah. yeah I'll give it to him um, and the kit the only thing the only thing I'll say is you know the green the green in, in yellow or whatever it was the Champions League one with Lucas that one you mm-hmm. can find on eBay selling for about 400 500 euros. You know, wow. you, you can't you can't even find you can't even find one in, in, in like a regular size. You I I found one the other day, a kid's size, selling for about four hundred euros. So it's not the kit. I think it's more the occasion. If we get to a Champions League semi-final and we're playing away, and you know, Kulzevsky scores and in that kit, I'll be buying it. You know what I mean? And,
2: <laughs> and, and, and I don't watch, care and what kit we're wearing, just just win some trophies.
3: Well, yeah. I know, but but it's it's not the kit. If we have a brilliant game away and we beat Arsenal or, or someone or or City in that kit and we score two or three and, and, and you, you know these replays will see forever, and if you have that kit, I wish yeah. I had. I don't know if you have that kit, Chris or, or or Max. Do you have that kit, the one with Lucas Moura?
2: I, I actually don't. I don't have can, all the kits. I don't. I actually Sorry? don't
3: have that one. Do uh... you yeah, have it, Chris? I, I collect
2: all the kits, yeah.
3: Oh, right, right. I, I've I've been trying to collect a few of them on, on eBay. I actually found the the colourful one that you guys are talking about. I actually found it from America because I couldn't find it from the club shop. I couldn't find it in London. I couldn't find it from anywhere. I managed to get it from America and have a friend of mine bring it over because I couldn't find it. And I just really liked it. I didn't think we'd, we'd have another kit like that ever again. I just Chris,
4: to I'm going to have to ask my... Uh... My friend, sorry, Simon, I know we're coming to you. I'm going to have to ask my uh, my friend, I don't know if you obviously saw, but I got sent that, the 125th anniversary shirt, didn't I? And yeah. uh, I, I couldn't believe the condition that it was in. It was like, it's unbelievable. I mean, I put it on for the photo and I thought, I'm not going to be touching that shirt again. It's going up in the wardrobe or it's going to be framed or something along those lines. Because, and I'll be doing the same. I might have to reach out to him after this stream, see if he uh, has any contacts for one of those
0: shirts. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, so,
4: well, no, not as bad as that sounds. Not to not to get it for free. I'm very happy to pay for it for myself. But <laughs> it was a very uh, very kind gesture from him.
2: We we know Max likes a freebie. If you want, if anyone wants to send anything to Max, you know I'm sure he can provide address details for free gifts. He'll <laughs> <laughs> take anything. He's very positive about Send anything. it over.
4: Send it. I'll let a send bit of smile on my face.
2: <laughs> exactly. Um, Simone, same question to you. Who is your man of the match and what do you think of the kit? Eric Dyer, Eric
5: because uh, of course he played all the game, but uh, I think it was the man of the season. And uh, when we were talking about with uh, Mel- Melvin about uh, Italian football, Italian tactics, I think that Antonio is the manager that can develop Eric Dyer's game more than everyone else. Absolutely, 100%. because. Uh, what we saw last season by Eric Dyer is something uh, incredible. It reminds me of the prime uh, Tobel de World and the prime Jan and So I'm very, very happy to see Eric Dyer to shine at that level. The GIT is uh, one of the worst I've ever seen in terms of uh, Tottenham <laughs> history. To be honest, uh, one of the worst. And that's feeling about be uh, a freaking... <laughs> yeah because uh, I was in love yeah, with underarm guys. You
4: won't be getting sent a free one. <laughs> <laughs>
5: <laughs> I was, to be honest, I was in love with Under Armour guys. And uh, about uh, 2018, 2019, uh, the season of the uh, last season under Poch, the Champions League final one, I had the first kit, Lamela 11. I had uh, the away kit at the World 4. You remember the Fulham away game when Winks scored at the last minute of the game. I had both, but I didn't have, and I still do not have. The third kid, the green one, the, the Amsterdam one, the Young Cruyff Arena one, when Lucas Maura scored that, the most important yeah. night in Tottenham history, guys, so I'm still missing it, and, uh, and yeah, I don't know which one I will pick, I will buy this, uh, this season, because of course, still, I, the first one is not one of my favourites, the second one is one of, of my worst, so I hope the third one will be, will be as good as we can.
2: Well, we're going to wrap the show up uh, by talking about transfers. Of course, uh, Tottenham Hotspur have officially signed five players. We're expecting the sixth one to be Jed Spence. Um, You know, the announcement really uh, is imminent, um, could come out tomorrow. Um, Max, let's talk about transfers. You mentioned uh, James Madison. Um, Who would you like to see at Spurs next? And what positions do you think Antonio Conte will be targeting uh, in the next 40-odd days before the transfer window ends?
4: Oh, that attacking midfield position, a hundred percent. I feel like that kind of. I'm just gonna shut this door one second. I feel like that that attacking midfield position. Sorry, time. Sorry, Chris. <laughs> if people didn't know that watching the stream, I'm actually around a, a friends gathering, so I've taken my time out my day to jump on Chris's podcast and talk about Spurs because we love them that much. But transfers, um, James Madison. I told you, I'd love him. I, I honestly feel like that would be the the perfect piece to the puzzle that Conte has built here and trying to build because, yeah, Ericsson, don't worry about that. He's got May United. Everyone's going to throw their toys out the pram like they did with a kit. And, like, someone didn't like it. He probably didn't want Ericsson back either. But, you know, um, he's five years younger than Ericsson. He's, he's honestly set-piece. He, he takes set-pieces. He's unreal. It's just it, he would be that player. He'd fit so perfectly into the squad and... Um, it's obviously a rumor. It's not anything that's official yet. It's not out there. It's not on Sky Sports. It's just one who I feel like would fit the piece. Homegrown player. He ticks the boxes. Um, not many players right now I can pick off the top of my head that tick all the boxes. It's obviously the centre back position. Um, I know Bastoni's obviously always talked about, and he's, he's yeah he wants to end up being the Inter Milan captain. So it might be it might be tough to get someone someone in like in that caliber of player. We've got Lengle on loan. Whether people are happy with that, I'm not sure. I mean, I'm not too too pleased with it, but knowing he's only on loan, that's fine. Madison's the one for me, Chris. If I've got a bang one out there, one signing more, get Madison in. Big transfer window, I'm happy.
2: I don't think there's any doubt though, Max, that Antonio Conte is going to get absolutely everything on his shopping list, isn't he?
4: That shopping list, I'd love to see how long the shopping list was at the, when he first walked into the club and had that conversation with Levy about it, when he was talking contracts. He probably knew he was getting a good contract. First thing he probably wanted to say was, if I'm here in the summer, if we get Champions League, here's my 10 players, where's my war chest of money? <laughs> That's what he'll be saying to Daniel Levy. So, there's things we don't know behind the scenes, Chris. I'm, I'm surprised you don't know, mate. You don't know who our next signing is. You're following Tottenham all around the world now, mate.
2: I'm too. I'm too busy eating the South Korean food and uh, seeing the sights. Sorry, Max. T- 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 move from second. I can see that.
4: I <laughs> can see that, mate. <laughs>
2: um, Melvin, same question to you. Who do you think that um, Antonio Conte will be targeting? What positions will he be targeting next to really improve this Spurs squad to really compete with the likes of Manchester City and Liverpool for even Premier League? And I know some fans are getting. Uh, carried away. Some are getting very excited about what we can achieve next season. But, you know, really to compete against uh, the likes of Manchester City and Liverpool, what else do we need?
3: It depends on the outgoings as well. I think that will be a contributing factor if we send out Tanganga, Roden on loan. We'll probably bring in another central defender. Um, My only issue is if we bring in a creative midfielder, it's like, does Conte has to change the system to fit him in? Is he gonna play with, with three midfielders? Is he gonna take out Kulzevsky? It's 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 a bit of a it's a prob a good problem for Conte to have. It's not obviously my problem. It's gonna be Conte's problem and something that he needs to figure out and and uh depending on the opposition, what system he wants to play and and, and, and team tactics and stuff like that. Obviously we saw this season when we struggled to score against like teams like Brentford and stuff like that. Games like those you need the uh, you know the lock picker, people people keep saying people the Ericsson type. And uh obviously you have to keep this kind of player happy, he has to have game time and all of all of that kind of stuff. Do we want medicine? Yeah, I'd love medicine. He's he's Premier League proven, just like just like uh Rich and um and Bisuma. So and we're going to take probably one of Leicester's best players. And, and he contributes goals and assists consistently for the past four or five years. So, yeah, I'd love to take him. If he, if he costs 40, 50 million, 60 million, I don't care. It's not my money. You know, just pay it and, and bring him in. If Conte wants him, you know, people complaining because we paid 50 million for Rich Ellison. It's not my money. I don't care if we paid 80. You know, at least we have him in. At least we have him. You know, we paid We we need the player. We had Jensen before, and 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 Lorente, and Vinicius, and now and it's and it's night and day. I mean, these these well, are the type of players we had before.
2: I was going to say, Melvin. It, it sounds a lot of money, but he can play through the middle. He can play on the left. He can play on the right. You're getting a player who can play in three different positions. So, I think that that is money well spent, in my opinion. Um, Simone, let's come to you. Um, now you saw Antonio Conte uh, turn that Inter Milan side around and, and win the Serie A title. Yeah. How confident are you that he could do the same at Spurs and really challenge with the likes of Liverpool, Manchester City? And if so, what else do we need? Uh,
5: this year is going to be going to be difficult because, of course, you need to reduce the gap with the top two. I think that uh, Tottenham can can play without any kind of problems for the third position because of course Chelsea are revolutionizing so much about their team so I think Tottenham has got so so big big chances to finish third but of course in terms of finish first and winning the Premier League is going to be it's going to be tough it's going to be very very tough because it's a a strange season guys it's a strange season and you have to be a very very important bench very very important backups and, uh, of course, anything can happen, but I don't see, especially because it seems that it's going to be the last season for uh, Pep Guardiola at the 80s, I don't see him losing his fifth title. So I'm expecting one year more, one more year for Antonio to, to push for uh, for the, really, really, as a, a proper title contender. So just like Poch, guys, in the second year, of course, we all remember about uh, the title race uh, against Leicester, against Foxes, but the truth is that that team wasn't ready yet. The team that was ready was uh, in the third one under on the porch, season 2016-2017. That was a proper team that made 85 points. Unfortunately, Spurs had an enemy on the other bench called Antonio Conte, that was the manager of Chelsea, that managed to to make 85 points or so incredible incredible I think I'm expecting one year more to one more year to to be a title conductor guys
2: Simone just a quick yes or no do you think Antonio Conto will win a trophy at Spurs next season I hope yes maybe a Carabao gap or an FA gap I hope yes guys now, Antonio Conte, after, um, after the game uh, tonight, has given some team news um, on Ben Davis. He said he finished the game with a bit of pain in his ankle. Honestly, I hope it's nothing serious. The rest of the team is OK. We have Basuma and Forster out with COVID, uh, but they will be back in London on Wednesday to train with us. Ivan Perisic, we hope to give him 20 to 30 minutes against Rangers next Saturday. Um, now, Simone, Max and Melvin, thanks so much for joining me on this International Spurs podcast. Uh, Max um, where can people find you on social media and what are you up to at the moment um, definitely going forward XGero Max
4: um, once the season gets started God, I'll be back in the full flow of match day vlogs and obviously if, I, if I'm if i not at the away games then uh, watching on the TV with my old man because there, it was actually a comment in the in the chat that said Jo max and I've actually translated it and I'm going to tell you what it says. I've sent it to my dad. It said, this is son Heung-min's fan YouTuber passionate with my father. Now in English terms, me and my dad, whenever he's on camera, well, we're loving life. We're big Spurs fans. So yeah, Jo max. It's just crazy. Like Chris, you would have met so many fans out there. That's obviously that that you wouldn't like it. It must've just been an absolute dream because it kind of makes it feel real of it's not a number on a screen, it's actually viewers watching your videos. And yeah, yeah. It's that's 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 the beauty of it. If you can have the best of both worlds and enjoy it, enjoy Spurs firstly, and enjoy getting noticed, and that's always a big perk, isn't it? So yeah, extra Max and all socials and yeah, Chris, thanks for having me again, mate. I uh much appreciate it.
2: I'll tell you what, Max, I know I know you've seen the clip, uh I, I saw expressions at the game earlier and when i went down there to say hello um the first time there was a whole queue of people wanting a photograph of him and uh you know ledley king um evening the other night um there were lots of people coming up to me saying hello how they enjoy watching the channel and yeah the 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 support of uh of tottenham and all of these tottenham youtube channels is simply incredible so uh thanks so much uh you know, for all of the tremendous support in South Korea. Uh, I know a lot of South Korean uh, people have been watching this stream this evening. Um, Melvin, thanks so much for joining us again. And uh, what are you up to at the moment?
3: The invitation. Um, yeah, I'm just chilling at home right now. I'm on Twitter if you want to follow me. I'm usually the one, you know, either making fun of Arsenal fans or, or you know, talking about Spares. I only tweet about Spares. I'm obsessed. It's my life. And, um <laughs> Yeah, of my illness, and uh, and you can find me on Twitter if you want to follow me. Um, yeah, like you said before, I'm from Malta. I come from for the games every now and then, and I actually met Chris, what 2017 outside the stadium, and we've been friends yeah. ever since. Yeah. So, so yeah, hopefully we'll have a brilliant season this season, and we'll we'll win a trophy.
2: And Simone, it's been lovely having you back. Go on, go on, Max. What were you going to say? Well, I was going to say, when obviously
4: Mel, when you next get over, make sure you give me a shout, mate. Yeah, I messaged first. you. I messaged
3: you for the Arsenal game, but it was too crazy to meet anyone oh. after that. It was insane.
2: Max's inbox, Max's inbox was full. He's got so many fans.
3: <laughs> I wish,
0: <laughs> Chris.
2: <laughs> Simone, lovely to have you back. And, and tell everyone what you're up to at the moment, how, how, how people can find you. Thank you, Chris.
5: Thank you. You can follow me on, uh, on Instagram. And uh, saying that, yeah, I mean, to be honest, uh, saying to, to Melvin, I'm missing Malta, I'm missing diving, because I'm currently working in Milan. And Milan, there is no sea. So I'm, uh, I'm missing diving, I'm missing sea. So that's, that's something I wanted to, to say. Thank you,
2: guys. Well Simone uh, Max, and Melvin, thanks so much for joining me and thanks for watching and listening everybody um, I'm actually flying back to England tomorrow morning. Uh, it is now uh two twenty a m here in South Korea, so i'll be flying back in the morning or a few hours' time uh, it's been a wonderful week, a wonderful trip, and uh, as I said, I cannot thank the South Korean people enough for uh, uh, you know all of their friendliness and uh, welcoming attitude um, to Jason and I who have visited. Uh, This week has been an absolutely brilliant week. Cannot wait to be uh, back now and uh, go to the Glasgow Rangers friendly next week. Um, Thanks for watching, everybody, as I've said, and uh, I'll see you on the next one. Until then, come on, you Spurs.